You are listening to the Liquid Flannel Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Chuck Williams. Joining me in Nebraska is Brendan Williams. Brendan, how you doing? I'm doing not that great. Okay, Brendan. <laughs> That's the best we could expect from you. <laughs> and joining us, as usual, in Arlington, Texas, is the great Matthew Hodges. Matt, you better be doing better than that. Oh, I'm doing great, man. Okay, thank God. I got my ver- verification code, and it was actually 700069. Mine was 3.141627 dot dot dot. It was smart of them. Is it a six digit or is it a seven digit? It's a big number, really? but it was smart of them not to start at like 00001, because right. that would have just been really sad, because right. <laughs> they're probably only in the like early triple digits. 20s. Yeah. There's like 400 things. There was one web developer who thought that this was an absolutely ridiculous idea, but was trying to like help behind the scenes. Right. <laughs> Maybe that's what you get when you're employing a smooth jazz mastermind. You yeah. just get a string of numbers. So. Social media startups aren't doing great. I'm not doing great. I'm feeling a little under the weather. Also under the weather is the entire East Coast. Oh yeah, they're under the hell of weather. I was supposed to fly to Orlando oh, yeah. on September 11th. Right. But now the biggest oh, hurricane man. in the history of like hurricanes basically <laughs> is set to is set down. to be there like right in that area on that day. So what's going to happen now? Well, you're going to uh, ruin our recording schedule. We're, yeah, I don't know. We're just going to have to to push it back a little bit so <laughs> we, we might plan for you to be gone. Yeah. A certain time, Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had all these cool guests who were more fun than you to hang out I'll with. Just, and... I'll just go. Bye. <laughs> okay. Well, here, here's some water wings. Okay, thank you. Okay. You're going to need a, and a helmet <laughs> and a microphone because we want you to get some good audio. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I, w- I would love to get some good audio because, you know, I'm going to do something that's pretty amazing. I'm doing a Disney Make-A-Wish. Right. Because my son had cancer and he went right. through 18 months of treatment. And yeah. so now we're doing the Disney Make-A-Wish. And it's going to be pretty yeah. crazy. I don't really know what to expect. So right. I'll be giving you guys a full report when I get back. Whenever I, it happens, go yeah. because well, we don't know what's going on with this hurricane now. So yeah, bring water socks. Have you not been down to Disney before, Brendan? I I think my parents took me when I was like two, and then they were like, "See, that counts. You went." And I was right. like, "I it kind of yeah, doesn't no, count. really doesn't. <laughs> right? I've never actually been there. Okay. Like, I kind of haven't. I pretty much. Right. Haven't. Oh, it's pretty wild. Yeah, you're gonna. I, that's what I hear. I'm gonna enjoy comparing notes when you get back. But yeah, yeah it's not all bad news. Maybe some good news, too? Yeah, there might be some good news. There's compromise on the horizon, I think we're going to talk a little bit about there. Um, Some possible good news. And there's definitely, I mean, whether it's good or bad news, we always have funny news, so... I mean, we we try to make the best of it. It's it's technically not news by the time you all hear it, but it, <laughs> events, it, it, happenings, you know, in the not so distant past for sure. What else? What else has been going on? It seems like what hasn't gone on. We've got multiple hurricanes. DACA is a big deal. Massive fires in the northwest. Massive fires in the Rocky Mountain area. There's so much news that there's. Things that would be insane news other times are like, you don't even hear about it. Yeah, just buried. Right. (laughs) It's like, oh, half of the United States is on fire? Like, I haven't heard anything about that, man. But God, but did you see that Trump quote today? And there's three hurricanes at once happening. And North Korea's going to nuke everybody again. Yeah. The president's son is under investigation for colluding with the foreign power. Yeah, Facebook is like selling out $100,000 worth of ads to like Russian hosted sites. I mean, as we call that now, all kinds of things. That's just, that's Tuesday, bud. It's just Tuesday. (laughs) You know, we, we might as well just try to freestyle our way through as much of it as possible. So without further ado, let's jump right in. We have a lot to discuss, including the fact that there's a new and seems to be record-breaking hurricane heading right toward Florida and Puerto Rico and other places. We'll see what happens. We'll know in a very short period of time, but it looks like it could be something that will be uh, not good. Believe me, not good. Uh, We have many, many things that are on the plate. Hopefully we can solve them in a rational way and maybe we won't be able to. We'll probably know pretty much at the end of this meeting or Uh, I appreciate everybody being here. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Nancy. Chuck, appreciate it very much. Yeah, man. So 
hurricanes hurricanes are crazy so i'm supposed to fly to disney uh and do a crazy you know once in a lifetime experience that i definitely will be uh giving you guys a full recount of on the podcast here well uh, uh yeah do you sure. guys want a recount of trump's most recent uh, hurricane <laughs> well, tweet <laughs> go ahead yeah yeah, yeah what is up? it what's what's trump saying about the hurricane we will confront any challenge no matter how strong the winds or high the water I'm proud to stand with presidents for one or hashtag one America appeal. I don't, I don't know what that is. Is that the new social what, media? Yeah. Is Click that, on that. Is, that's the new hashtag. That sounds like a We Are the World song. If Trump come, came out with a We Are the World song with all there the former presidents, oh, God. We heed a certain. <laughs> I would forgive everything. Oh, they're talking about Hurricane Harvey. Bill Clinton is talking about it. Uh, and Obama's talking oh, about man. it. And Jimmy Carter's they did talking it. about it. Oh. One America Appeal is the hashtag. Dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Presidential okay, boy band. You know what? We we need to uh, insert this into the episode here. <laughs> this is going to be right old quick. news by the time. <laughs> yeah, this is this is breaking hashtag news as we're recording on Thursday night, right. uh, September right. the 7th. Okay, that was nice. Yeah, okay. So, Brendan, uh, it sounds like you just need to uh, pull together as a nation and, you know, enjoy Disney World in the middle of the hurricane. Yeah. So, you know, we'll kind of see how it goes. Uh, we're supposed to do the the crazy Make-A-Wish thing down there, but uh, we're supposed to fly out on the 11th, which is literally like the day that the hurricane is going to be like right near Orlando. So. Right. You know, we're we're probably going to get delayed. We don't we don't really know what's going on. Hopefully, by the time this episode comes out, I'll have it all figured out. Well, I guess the upside of them planning the vacation is that they're the ones that have to worry about doing it all, and you just well, I mean, kind of. (laughs) I guess you have. Well, yeah, I guess you have like a job and stuff, you know. But like, you you just gotta (laughs) wait for the call when they're like, "Yo, man, get on the plane." going to disney it's happening right, right they now just do it. and you're just ready they you kidnap know? you like it's a hazing or whatever they <laughs> Dude, just yeah you're in the <laughs> disney fraternity yeah. you could get you could get make a wish at any time dude seriously you know they just throw you in a van and then they just yeah, d- they you make your throw the hood on you true when you least suspect it kick you out and then you're just you're on the tower of terror and you're like what <laughs> dude seriously you're immediately at a roller coaster going yeah. to disney but yeah it's going to be crazy i mean you know who could have thought when we planned this and also the 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 funny part is like well, why'd you do it in the middle of peak hurricane season you dummy it's like that's my son's birthday it's right. September 11th. Right. It's already terrible. And then yeah. now, you right. know, September 11th hurricane destroys Disney World. Like, it's just not a good day, man. Yeah. It's Seriously. it's a rough day to have it be your birthday. Yeah, man. Yeah. Wait, hold on. I mean, I'd, I'd be careful about how much you broadcast that, Brendan, because people start, people might start to, you know, draw a line between events. And, between the birth yeah. of your son. And September nine 11th, years, right. nine years after September 11th happened. Oh, was yeah. it nine years? Oh, dude, <laughs> so. awesome, dude, awesome. It was, you know, retroactively, it might, he may have been involved. I, I can't rule it. I wasn't there. It was 11 days before my 21st <laughs> birthday. People were like, "Man, that dude might have a beer." <laughs> can't let that happen. It's Just like kidding. when the Flash goes back in time, he becomes the lightning bolt that struck him to make him the Flash. You right. know, spoilers, spoilers right, right. for the Flash everybody so what in uh in 2019 we'll see if these things are really coming to a head right and they're all centering around <laughs> omaha nebraska oh jeez man this place to be matt you need to come back all up. right uh liquid flannels canceled because <laughs> i have a graphic novel epic to write you guys <laughs> seriously <laughs> we'll be back soon ladies and gentlemen so yeah i mean it's gonna be crazy hopefully disney world's still there uh hopefully uh uh, that can still we'll still make it happen. We'll we'll fig- we're mm-hmm. figuring it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but right. you know who else is figuring it out? Uh, Barbuda. Oh, dude. Well, yeah, leave. yeah. That's it's uh, not great down there. I was gonna say like you know bipartisanship. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was actually a good attempted segue. But, oh, uh, Matt spiked that in your face. <laughs> oh, sorry. So, yeah, I, I totally you know what did. people people love when you talk about how good it was and then it was ruined. That's good content. All okay. right. So, okay. yeah. So we wanted to. Uh, to talk about this crazy news. I don't even know if I can even understand this, this news story that it's about debt ceiling, right? So I think let's just start. Here's the beginning of my understanding. So they're having a meeting about the, the debt ceiling, which is this must pass bill where if they don't pass it, the government stops paying its bills and has to close. (laughs) 
uh, which Ted Cruz made him do one time, and he read Green Eggs and Ham because yeah. he hated Planned Parenthood. Is that right. why it was? Or yeah. Obamacare? Something. It's yeah. all that. Yeah, it's usually Planned Parenthood. So, but this time, you'd think the Republicans control the Senate, they control the presidency, there shouldn't be a problem with the debt ceiling, but yet they're still making it a problem. And so they're having this meeting, trying to figure it out. The Republicans are saying, well, we want to do an 18-month deal to get it way down the future where it's like after the next 2018 elections even. Right. And then Democrats are like, how about we just do a three-month deal? Yeah. And Trump's like, that sounds great. Three months, let's do this. Yep. It's like, what? Right. Well, because because they also tied it to Hurricane Harvey. Right. You know, rebuilding Get funding. It needs to happen. <laughs> right. So, you know, it's basically like they just threw it in front of him and he was like, oh, quick win. It's causing long term problems. Sounds great. Love it. Moving on. Uh, right. And it's like, I guess it's like the Democrats are almost like trolling now where they're just like offering Trump like solutions that sound good at a, at first glance if you don't actually know or understand them which he doesn't right so it's like oh that sounds good to me well it sounds like as much as i hate to say it but maybe pelosi and schumer are uh doing what they're supposed to be yeah. doing out there <laughs> maybe they're good at their jobs unlike anybody on the republican leadership right but i think yeah trump's basically the guy at the meeting who is just like i will say whatever I need to say to make this meeting be over. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's that. And it's also, uh, Chuck and I were talking about this a little bit before we started recording, that it's also that he is so focused on these negative news reports about how he's an ineffectual president and can't get anything done. And he threatened, you know, during the primaries and I think even during the general, that he was going to buck his party if it looked like there was something he could get done. Now, his voters took that as, you know, in the best interests of the country, whereas I think he meant it in maybe he didn't know exactly. But there was some level where he was like, in case I start to look bad. Mm-hmm. And I think that's right. what happened here. I think that he's been criticized left and right over everything he's been doing. DACA, the the announced DACA repeal. Well, just happened this week. And right. I think he's looking for a way to, you know, pick up some some adulation in the press. I mean, after making this bipartisan deal, you know, the very next day, he's got a tweet where he says, for all those DACA that are concerned about your status during the six month period, you have nothing to worry about. No action, exclamation. Which, you know, he apparently tweeted because Nancy Pelosi told him to. Yes. So he, yeah, this, Wait, no action exclamation yes. point? What does within that mean? The, he's already announced within an Within the next six months, he's saying. So it's like, he's like, aren't I so nice? I gave everyone six months. To, well, he's saying, <laughs> I gave everyone six months to give Congress the chance to do their job. And then if they don't, I'm going to revisit this. <laughs> right. And probably just leave it in place like he did with whatever the last thing was that was about to blow up. Well, which is like... Oh, healthcare. Yeah. Right. It's insane because, yeah, he he still wants him to do healthcare. He needs him to pass this death ceiling. He's got all this hurricane relief stuff that he needs to pass now. And they're still doing tax reform. Who knew this would be a job I hate? Right. And he's like, (laughs) out, out, uh, for no reason... He's just like, wow, that legislative agenda is jam-packed. I don't know how mm-hmm. we're going to do this. What can I do right now? I better just kick one more extremely contentious issue onto the legislative pile. You know what I mean? Like, Also, while you're doing all that, while you're reforming the entire tax system and all the healthcare system and you know hurricane relief, can you just reform the entire immigration system too while you're at it? Like, thanks. <laughs> right. Okay. Have that on my de- my desk by Monday, guys. Seriously. You guys could do it. Just get to work. <laughs> okay. So here's, here's my question for you guys on this. So he did actually campaign on saying that he would go against his party on particular right. issues. He made it out to be like it was going to be substantive and really what it has to do with is he's a child who doesn't like to be trashed as a bad president all the time. But he did campaign on that, and that's why the GOP was against him in the primaries, because they knew that there was a risk of him actually right. doing you know, it. A true we haven't seen him do it that much, but now he's doing it. And so I guess my question is, 
how much credit do you want to give the guy hey, man. for bucking his party on certain issues versus all of the other terrible shit that he's Look, pulled? I mean, you, you could have you could have the shittiest dude on your baseball team or whatever still do some good things for the team every once in a while. And if it helps advance the team <laughs> agenda, you're like, hey, man, we'll take it. You know? Well, and that's what I'm saying is like, sh- give him credit for like falling for tricks. Like, well, like I don't know where the credit's coming in because like <laughs> sure. Sure, he's not doing himself <laughs> well, any sure. favors. Like, give him credit for being manipulated in the way that helps more Americans than he would have consciously done. Right. Well, and that's so, what, yeah, helps actually govern. <laughs> right. You know, because he's yeah. I mean, he's not helping himself here because you know he knows the Democrats are not. It's not like he's going to do a deal with the Democrats where they get what they want, which is, a, you know, making it worse for Republicans. Like and Trump's like, I don't care. I don't care right, about right. that. But it's like, that's not a really a great deal for anyone. Like and so now Trump's next idea is like, let's just get rid of the whole debt ceiling concept altogether. Like, <laughs> let's just stop doing like stop doing this. And it's like. Which is actually backed up by a number of economists, but you know that he doesn't understand Well, of course that. he doesn't. He doesn't know. No. And the Republicans are like, that's the craziest thing ever. But like, if the Democrats are like, yeah, no, sure. That sounds great. Yeah, let's do it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe you could actually have it. Like, it's like, it makes absolutely no sense. It, it The Congress, the, how it's, are they even going to pass this deal that he's trying to cut with Democrats? It doesn't make any sense. I believe it does make sense if we can understand the president as a person who runs purely on his own image of himself in the media. Do you think this will help that? I don't think it will because I no, it won't. See, it's it's a bad deal because <laughs> uh he's not going to pick up any he's not going to pick up any democratic voters. Right. They already hate him. I mean, with oh, the yeah. the heat of a thousand suns, every person who voted for Hillary Clinton or Bernie Sanders absolutely hates Donald Trump. So, he's not going to pick up any mileage there and meanwhile, now he's put his entire party in a position where they have to basically defend what they mm-hmm. were doing and distance themselves from Trump, except they can't do that too much because right. their base also loves Trump. I think, I think you underestimate how many people voted for Bernie Sanders in the primary and then voted for Trump, first of all, <laughs> you know, um, because I can name at least... I think you are I, overestimating Well, I can name that. at least three on Twitter right now, yeah. like, for a fact, that are not Russian oh, bots. I'm not saying there's none, verified. but okay. that, I don't know that that's a huge Well, demo. and actually, sure. I've, got, I've got numbers on this, too, because it was something like, um, like 15 to 20% of Sanders primary voters voted for Trump and the rest voted for Hillary Clinton, roughly. I mean, some people some people wrote yeah. in, some people went for Jill Steiner, Gary right. Johnson. But the important statistic is that 95% of the people who went from right. Bernie to Hillary in the general and about the same amount who went from Bernie to Trump respectively voted for Obama in the last election. Right. Uh, I was going to say, so it's not like that's the part. That's exactly it. You know, the people that voted for Obama twice and then voted for Trump, too, that has to factor in. It is crazy. You I know. mean, can you imagine being a person that could bounce around like that? So, well, much? Like, no, but I literally can't I can, put myself. In I the can. Headspace. I totally can. And it's not necessarily because I'm crazy or because they're crazy. But those those are the those are the people <laughs> that are voting for a true outsider and that are voting for a true populist message. Right. Or at least what they well, they're believe voting for, to be a true populist Well, message. and I think there's also a, a lot of people who are like, I'm just going to vote for, I hate politics, I'm going to vote for the most disruptive candidate. And there's If it's that Obama too. saying cha- hope and change, that's great. If it's Trump saying drain the swamp, it's like, yeah, for sure, whatever. I hate all you guys. Exactly. You know, the troll yep, vote or whatever. But I, I think that there are plenty of independents out there that will see this as finally it looks like yeah. congress is waking up from that gridlock right. that gridlock slumber that they've been in <laughs> but it is crazy to think like so, as the parties as the republicans and democrats drift kind of farther apart it is weird to still think that there are those people who are like ping-ponging back and forth you know in, in yeah, one area like, literally like drift. hippies versus nazis or whatever like <laughs> well <laughs> i just can't decide there's hippie nazis man there's 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 some nazis that are wearing patent leather You're birkenstocks right. out I'm thinking there two, i'm thinking two-dimensionally i need to think eight-dimensionally now i uh, yeah it's it's tough seriously but i guess you know, here's, some free here's, love nazis here's what i think the play might be what if 
So there's this whole new weird bipartisanship thing <laughs> where they're walking this tightrope. Democrats are saying like, sure, we'll cut a deal with Trump if it hurts Republicans, like whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. But they also don't want to be like buddy, buddy with Trump. They're still coming out and saying like, this guy sucks and we hate him and we need to get rid of him <laughs> right. while they're cutting deals with him. So that's kind of a weird look already. Well, and rightfully, too, because all of the stuff that he does when he's not cutting right. deals with them is terrible. Right. And right now, the the deal is like pass a temporary you know, debt limit just to get it out of the way, whatever. But what if the deal is, and w- which is rumored to happen, is, hey, I'm holding DACA hostage for fund the wall. You know, do you think, is that a oh, deal yeah. worth making or do you hold off and say screw it you know daca's dead because we don't want to pay for the wall you know that's a tough spot to put the democrats in i think yeah well i i think he's trying that but we've seen him try that before and i don't i don't think that people who have been campaigning against the wall and their constituents who voted them into, into office and support them because they're against the wall are going to be happy with that kind of a deal. Mm. See, the problem with Donald Trump is his whole art of the deal is based on every deal he's ever made in his actual life, which is where he walks into a room and he has all the money and most of the power. Yeah. And so he's able to bully himself into these deals. But at this point, that's not where he is. He's one player on a big table. And that's the thing that he doesn't get about this. He, He plays these things... Maybe he thinks he's being a smart businessman, but he's tried this gambit before and it doesn't work out for him because the other side doesn't want to play along with. They're not going to let him go like, I'm going to do something hideously evil. Okay, I'll step it back to just normal evil if you give me this other thing that I want. And usually the other side and sometimes his own party go, yeah, no, we're not doing that because our voters don't want that either. (laughs) Well, his voters do want healthcare you know so and you know these people that doesn't seem to matter right they're so opposed to that concept that they're refusing to even have town halls to talk to their own constituents in the same way that they're trying to bypass this debt ceiling thing until after the election because they know that they have to do all this stuff they know that it's better for these people but they've campaigned on the lie that's horrible right for years and those people believe sure so well, in healthcare, healthcare is such a good example of that too, because he tried this same tactic with healthcare, where it was okay. Congress isn't gonna, you know, it basically if Congress doesn't pass some kind of comprehensive repeal and replace law, I'm just gonna start withholding the insurance payments, the the big subsidies of the insurance mm-hmm. companies that make the ACA work, and everyone went, whoa, whoa, no, that's that's also a terrible well, idea, right? Because then then you're doing this sort of uh, uh, like unofficial repeal that's just going to kick people off of health care with nothing to replace but it I at all. But I felt like the Democrats were not weren't even in the equation on the health care debate True. because it literally didn't even get to the point where they could have any kind of factor in it. It was literally taken down within the Republican side of the House and the Senate. So, well. Well, that's what yeah. I'm saying. I mean, even his own party wouldn't get behind that plan because it was such a bad, you know, right. such a bad gambit that he was saying, you know, if if we just like kick all of our voters off of health care, then they'll vote. They'll continue to vote for us. Well, I mean, I feel like now you have the chance. You've got the Democrats at least receptive to the idea of working with you up there, those Democrats. And you're going to be able to pull off some peel off some moderate Republicans and you might be able to get more things done when it actually is a thing where it's going to both sides of the aisle. Right. You know? Well, and I think the the thing that shows Trump's inexperience is that Obama, when he was doing health care, he said, look, we just have to pick one thing and it's health care and we're doing it and it's hard work. Right. And Trump instead is just saying, like, let's do everything at once. And it's like you, you can't do that. It just, it just does not right. work to do that. And I think. It's not going to go anywhere for for him. I mean, he has to pick a thing and he's not picking anything. So, well, also, I mean, he doesn't even understand that passing some kind of comprehensive health care was necessary for tax reform because the way the ACA works, it interacts with the tax code in all of these different ways. You had to sort out health care before you could even move on to taxes. And now he just wants to move on. But we're going to leave this huge thing in place that 
he was ostensibly against. We all know that he's not the kind of guy that would ever go into a gym, but if he were, he would totally be that dude that <laughs> sees Obama lifting weights, you know, at the bench machine and sees him get up and go away and says, man, I'm going to do that. Put on some more plates. I need more weight. And then goes <laughs> right. there and everyone has to like help get the bar off of his chest or whatever, you know? <laughs> but do you guys think, I mean, do you think, so Matt, you're saying Democrats would not take that wall deal? They're not going to fund the wall? Oh, well, I far be it for me to ever give the Democratic Party any credit for not negotiating themselves out of their best position. Um, I think smart politics for the Democrats would be not to ever take that wall. Take the W on the, the debt ceiling and the Harvey funding. And then when he tries to threaten DACA for building the wall, say, well, no, we don't want either of those right. things. We don't want you to repeal DACA and we don't want oh, the so wall. Yeah. So no, no way, deal. Man, you take that wall because that's the best that's the best deal you could possibly get. Hmm? Because <laughs> Trump says he wants the wall, but we all know it's not happening. Why? You're giving him something that is not possible to do. So to just say, yeah, we'll pay for the wall. And then they're not going to build the wall because it's impossible to build the wall. But they'll, that won't stop them from trying to build that fucking wall. Oh, they, yeah, they'll try. And right. it'll be the biggest boondoggle ever. He's shooting himself in the foot again. And you just, you got to let him do it. No, you just got to say, no, yeah, let's do the wall. Because he won't even learn from it. So Full you might as well. Head you might on as well. the wall. Mm -mm. He's mm -mm. not going to build a single no. mile of wall. Audience, call in to liquid flannel. No, just kidding. <laughs> He won't learn from it, and furthermore, his voters won't learn from it because that gives him the right. ability to say, look, I even got funding for the wall, but the Democrats won't let me no, build well, it. Whether yeah. or not that's true, that's exactly what the well, argument you know what? will be. And that's great because that's, again, a win for Democrats, right? Yeah. He's handing them a win, yeah. and they have to take it. And the optics are bad to say, like, Democrats funded the wall, but you funded a wall that's never going to exist because – Oh, the optics are awful for that, though, because we don't know that it'll never exist. I was going to say, We, we yeah. can still spend $20 billion well, that's exactly, to right. do it. Exactly. Well, this is what, ridiculous. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, and in a way, that's what Trump wants, because then he can just give the contracts to his billionaire buddies, and they po just pocket the money and nothing ever, they never do any work, and he's like, yeah, win, win, right. win, all around. No. Well, I mean, we wouldn't even know if he was funneling that into his own construction companies. Right. Oh, I'm sure you he'll know? find a way. There's no way to know. Well, his construction companies don't make clear materials, you know, which is what he yeah. wants the wall to be anyways. The wall's so. going to be just one, the longest Trump hotel in the world. It's just one long <laughs> hallway. Oh, I would actually be in favor of the wall if it was a nice hotel or whatever, you know, but if it had like... So uh, Mar-a-Lago is actually the, uh, like the test site because you do have to talk to Oof. like DHS and the Secret Service. When you go to the lobby of, of Mar-a-Lago at this point, I have to assume. Well, Mar-a-Lago is going to be the new FEMA headquarters here. So by the time the wall's <laughs> being built. Yeah. Right. So. If Mar-a-Lago exists after the storm goes through. <laughs> Poetic justice. Um. <laughs> it will be. It, it'll be interesting to see. By the time this podcast comes out, we may know the fate of Mar-a-Lago. But right. well, and here in the past, it's still a mystery. Sorry to, you know go on a, a tangent here with an article I didn't put in the slag, but did you see about Rush Limbaugh this week talking about Hurricane Irma? Calling this mean, like... Oh, that it's a... Yeah, uh, a Rush's conspiracy. theory is that this is all... It's a conspiracy theory what, in favor of climate change? Right, in favor of or, action in uh, we, for climate change. Should we take a break and actually talk talk that? Yeah, sure, totally. yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's come back to that because we've got we've got a couple of cool conspiracies going on. Yes. We've got Rush Limbaugh's conspiracy. We have the possible actual criminal conspiracy with Don Jr. testifying oh, yeah. today. And uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be All fun. Right. Uh, everyone, put on your uh, Mel Gibson hat. <laughs> and yeah, I can't wait. We'll come back. I'm after looking forward to it. <laughs> The reason that I am leery of forecasts this far out, folks, is because I see how the system works. So there is a desire to advance this climate change agenda. And hurricanes are one of the fastest and best ways to do it. You could accomplish a lot just by creating fear and panic. You don't even need the hurricane to hit anywhere. All you need is to create the fear and panic accompanied by talk. 
that climate change is causing hurricanes to become more frequent and bigger and more dangerous, and you create the panic and its mission accomplished agenda advanced. Now, how do you do this? <laughs> mm. <laughs> how fat should the beats be? <laughs> fat with three Ps. Mm. They need to be fat with one P, but like three A's. You know, what's your uh, so what's your be, genre? Need to be be fat. Is this gonna be a? Oh, you know, my my genre is gonna be dirtbag left trap. Okay, music. <laughs> you know. <laughs> It's gonna be really grimy with those beats. No, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Like, <laughs> just kidding. You're gonna uh, like just do beats and then like have a like a someone like reading Karl Marx quotes or whatever over the beats. Like, what? well, exactly. Do <laughs> well, I think do, there's a major market I, for that right now. There's a lot of SoundCloud rappers out there that <laughs> are just terrible. So I feel like I can't do worse than that. You know. So uh, I've always yeah. just want to mess around with it and. I learned a couple piano chords or whatever over the weekend and stuff. So nice. I yeah. don't know. We'll see. I got a uh, ukulele if you need some. Backup. Oh, dude, we're gonna actually, do it. We're gonna quit the podcasting game yeah. and just podcast about how we become a band. That would be great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I actually have my wife. We, since we have two kids, you got to buy two of everything. Oh, for sure. And for, for ukuleles, we bought three ukuleles. We have three ukuleles. Nice. Oh, <laughs> man. Everyone's got to be... Do you all jam out together then? No, I mean, not really, but right. maybe. Uh, the Williams Family Ukulele Band and Hootenanny. Here's well, the thing about, about jamming with ukuleles. In order to have multiple ukuleles playing at one time, everybody has to like be at a pretty high skill level or else it sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. For sure. Or everyone's just got to be on drugs that's listening to it. So, you know, that's, those are the just only like, two ways. That's what, that's what the, the, uh, the new slogan for our podcast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you have to. So. Try it. When, uh, when we went into the break, we, we teased this insane story about, our about man, Rush Limbaugh. Our man Rush. Who, I mean, has any, he has to be at the lowest relevance that he's been in a long time. I mean, you would think in the Trump's America, Limbaugh would be king, but the conquering hero. Yeah, but no, like every, really everyone wants a uh, uh, Tommy Laren. You know, everyone wants the I mean, like the cute little blonde version of the same thing. Or Mike Cernovich. So, uh, <laughs> right. Like I said, the cute little blonde or the version Jack of the same Pasobiak thing. or whatever. Pasobiak. I, I mean, uh, Jack Pastrami. T- Tucker Carlson's. <laughs> Doing doing his thing. I mean, Hannity's still they're still going. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of bi- heavy hitters out there, yeah. you know. Well, now Bannon's back in the game. That's right. He might he should start his own radio show for sure. That's right. Well, and of so, course the king, Alex Jones. I but mean, Sheriff Clark is going to be going to some media group or something, <laughs> some think tank. So oh, to where we have too many know. again, too much news. Is happening. <laughs> so exactly. But yeah, so we we wanted to talk about this Rush Limbaugh thing because he just straight up came out and said like that hurricanes are fake news or whatever. Hey, man, you got to have an angle. Which is literally like, you know, people are like, the government tells you to evacuate because there's 200 mile an hour winds. Hashtag fake news. You're fine. Just stay there. Right. Well, his rationale was because he's so hell bent on denying climate change that he thinks that what this is, is an idea propagated by the government or by leftists to force a conversation on climate change which climate change we have to be real here climate change is what's causing the fact that there i mean there's three hurricanes going on like within 20 days here's the real thing is that who fucking knows but it doesn't matter because the republicans are now arguing with them they're pre-arguing climate change right no one has said anything about climate change that isn't a crazy Republican about how right. fake it is. It's exactly. Like they're just exposing themselves. We're like, they're this is a hurricane coming, and they're like, climate change. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Always talking about climate change. It's and like, they're like, whoa, well, bro. I, actually, there was, uh, there was actually four hurricanes uh, tw- 40 years ago. Right. Like, <laughs> they're like, no, this is you called see a- these climate change monsters, man. Right. This is called a weather report. <laughs> it's not climate change. I'm just telling you what the news is, bro. Well, Fake I do news. think uh, I, I think <laughs> yeah. Rush is also, you know, hashtag very online. 
So he's got to have seen all of the discussions that popped up uh, around and after Harvey because people are bringing up climate change and we should be talking about climate change. I mean, in Houston in particular, they didn't do, you know, they they haven't been able to plan that city for climate change. It's going to be an ongoing disaster for the next, you know, 50 to 1,000 years. Um so I think Rush probably did see that thing. But I think there's another thing going on with Rush, too, which is he recognizes that he's being left behind by all of these right. uh, sure. these young bucks in, like, sure. angry conservative commentary. And so he has he's to go, try- like, even farther out there. He has to be even crazier yeah. and more incendiary. He's yeah. trying to stay relevant. But, you know, the other part of his argument was that th- it's it's also just... It's fake news because they're trying to make money and that right. it's like, you know, the water water companies want to be able to sell bottled water for a hundred bucks a bottle. And well, that, that's you know, actually hotels true. Water companies are right. just pushing right. the climate well, change sure. narrative. Well, right. right. Rush Limbaugh isn't like, and we need strong right. anti-price <laughs> <Right>. gouging laws. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. It never goes the far, you know, because, hey, I mean, those airlines that jacked up plane oh, tickets yeah. to like 3000. It's like, OK, I wouldn't mind if someone came in and said something about these guys, you know, trying to profit off tragedy. Absolutely. Right. And but, you know. You know how liberals are always out there trying to hawk their survival buckets. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. Dude, selling all that pasta, you know, so. But yeah, I don't know. It It's just, it's crazy. And on the one hand, you almost want to say it should be criminal for him to have that kind of influence that can affect people's lives so negatively. But then on the other hand, you're like, if those people, I mean... I'm not going to die saving those people or trying to convince them otherwise. Hey, so it's maybe just, it's, you know, it's just entertainment. You know, that's that's the that's the disclaimer on all of this stuff, including Fox News. It's just entertainment. Don't don't use it for news. You look at the average age of Floridians and mm. just by those statistics, you have to figure there's right. some Rush Limbaugh listeners down well, there. And I think and, it's 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 kind of like in a way I compare it to like sometimes what psychics do. <laughs> where psychics will say things like the strongest hurricane ever is going to hit this year or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then when it happens, everyone's like, oh, my God, did you see that psychic right. predicted right. that? But they literally have said it like every year for the past <laughs> yeah, 30 sure. years. Or, oh, you know gotcha. what I mean? It's like it's going to happen one of these times. <laughs> and it's like uh, Limbaugh is kind of making that gamble, right, where he's like this hurricane's fake news on the off chance that it's not as bad as everyone's going to say. Right, like, right. It turns at the last minute and it's, you know, it just misses or whatever. And then he's like, see, I told you the whole time, you know, crazy liberals, you know, but. But it's already devastated right. well, other right. countries. And if it and if it devastates America, the last thing on anyone's mind is going to be like Rush Limbaugh. Right. You know? right. Thanks <laughs> yeah, a lot, yeah. Rush. Exactly. Like it, it, you instantly forget about it because right. that's the last thing you care about. But if he's right, he'll never let you forget about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. He'll be like, I called it way back. That's when, the game, you know? man. Heads so, I win, tails you lose. Yeah, I mean, it is funny that, Sucker. I mean, we've said it before and I'll say it again, you know, the Republican right wing has a lot more in common with, uh, you know, the rap game than they will ever let on, man. <laughs> it's all about who, who's got beef. They're just laying down diss tracks every day on C-SPAN. Right. It's out. It's yeah, insane. No one ever apologizes for anything. You got to ride or die, man. Seriously. Right. I mean, it's that and the WWE all at once. It's 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 amazing. Yeah. You got to rush or die. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, talking about people who are going to say literally anything to get themselves out of a jam, I guess uh, Don Jr. went and talked to the Senate today. Oh, oh yeah. What was all that noise about? <laughs> he was like, I had to see if Hillary Clinton was was competent enough to handle the presidency. Right, yeah. I, I like how yeah. you gave Don Jr. A, a southern accent. I did, man. That's <laughs> fucked up. You it's know, hard. Like, it's hard to it's hard to do you know, the voices. What what's a good cosmopolitan rich white privilege voice? Um uh, you're black. I mean, I don't Chuck, want him to sound be able like to do that. You're never gonna yeah, be able well, to give it up. that voice. I'm yeah, right. That's, one that's Dave Chappelle can. One Dave Chappelle can. And two, I'm half white, bitches. I'm yeah. half white. So I've got this. I mean, I'm saying I grape, that was that was should that it was be a great Poupon voice. That was by way of a compliment. I was saying that I don't okay. think you can get yourself in the headspace to be able to convincingly do a Don Jr. voice. 
you underestimate how many mental problems I have. (laughs) (laughs) But I would say, uh, should we do a great pond voice or something? Yeah, yeah, um, it's it's got to be something like that. Donald Trump Jr. told the Senate investigators (laughs) on Thursday that the setup a June 2016 meeting with Russian and lawyers (laughs) because he was intrigued that she might have damaging information (laughs) about Hillary Clinton, saying it was important to learn about Hillary Clinton's fitness to be president. <laughs> okay, now you're know, just a plantation owner. But yeah, yeah, that's something he would want to be. And one. then yeah, you're you're totally. I think right. it was because I was sitting like him, and that was the voice that came in out. A way, I don't know. In a way, the Trump family is kind of like that. Um, but yeah, I love this excuse that he gave. That like, no, I only took that meeting. Because I wanted to judge whether or not Hillary Clinton was a good candidate for president. Right. As if he was ever going to, you know, if they had showed him some information that was like, no, she's the most qualified person who's ever run for the office. Right. He would be like, oh, shit, I got to go tell dad. Like, we need to drop yeah. out of well, this. Or, or can you imagine Better the yet. other way too? be like, oh, you guys, breaking news. We should be voting for her. Right. <laughs> he's like, or like, even if he did find something, he's coming out. He's like, I've, this changes everything, you guys. Hillary yeah. is might be bad, and it's right. like, well, yeah, we know we're running against her. Like that's the, that's the <laughs> default right. position. Like that's the point. That's what we're telling everybody, no matter what. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we we didn't actually know until I I spoke to some Russians who were actively paying Facebook to spread fake news against exactly. Her. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, I mean, it's a shame that they this meeting happened behind closed doors so that we couldn't really get that that voice clip you know of don jr trying to explain like look i was just doing this because i love america so much and i was just worried about <laughs> what if an unqualified person right became president somebody who was morally compromised oh, I've, you know i've got to imagine it was what all a disaster sweat him tugging at his <laughs> uh his his necktie the entire time like rodney dangerfield like, oh, yeah, I just, you know, I, I just I just wanted to make sure, you know, like, I, I yeah, I don't actually watch the news. <laughs> do you think do you think Trump even realized that this was happening today? Like, have they been prepping this guy? I like I, I wonder what the prep meetings for this could possibly be um, for Trump Jr. For Trump Jr. to testify. I mean, it doesn't seem like the White House has its stuff together, although he doesn't even work for the White House. He's not supposed to be involved. You know what I mean? Right. So. It's just part of the campaign or something. Right, exactly. Well, uh, you know, Kelly was trying to kick Omarosa out, like, last week. This is such old news, and it flew completely under the radar when it would have blown up in any other presidency that because she would, like, call him on his personal phone or just drop a news article on his desk that was, you know, not complimentary to him, and he would fume about it for the rest of the day. So you got to wonder, like... If John Kelly is running the West Wing and no one's allowed to tell him, no one's allowed to tell Trump anything negative, like, yeah, does he know? Does he know that this is going on? Well, does he know that his party now hates him? I mean, the like, are <laughs> the Donald I think he's getting is impression. so pissed at him for working with uh, Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi? Ugh. Well, you heard that at that meeting where they were talking about the debt ceiling that Ivanka just like straight up walked in and it's like hi dad and the meeting completely devolved from there well which is the whole which is it's an intentional strategy and it pissed republicans off man yeah because he's like he's like it's basically they're basically saying like conversation over right like when when that happens when Ivanka walks in she's like oh hey I was just passing by right (laughs) you guys are still in this meeting it's been 20 minutes yeah she was probably instructed to do that shit (laughs) you didn't figure out the debt yet like let's let's go she didn't call him daddy in public did she because I've got Uh, I've got a little audio clip to play right now sometimes they'll say you know he can't be that bad a guy look at Ivanka (laughs) now come on up honey She's so good. She wanted to make the trip. She said, Dad, can I go with you? She actually said, Daddy, can I go with you? I like that, right? Daddy, can I go with you? I said, yes, you can. Where are you going? North Dakota. I said, oh, I like North Dakota. Hi, honey. Say something, baby. Hi, North Dakota. (laughs) We love this state, so it's always a pleasure to be back here. You treated us very, very well in November and uh, have continued to. So we like sharing the love back. Thank you. Yeah. He just, he, 
he he wanted her to and he he was telling about how she did it was it was it was creepy as fuck oh man that was super creepy that's the yeah i mean that is the creepiest for her to say <laughs> well, it whether or not she said it but for him to uh, repeat that in front of a crowd of people well right i mean that's not something that the assistant to the president should really ever be saying right <laughs> or what is her position <laughs> advisor i don't even special counsel i don't i can't even keep track of because she hey, that's the sickest thing is it's that really she a works state there. of mind she you know. it, she works there as a real job right yeah she's <laughs> got a security the white house that's so messed up could you imagine if that happened at your office if the boss was just like yeah my unqualified daughter works here now and she's like daddy can i ride on the plane and like, <laughs> is this really ha- is this really happening i mean that that actually happens in a lot of small family-owned businesses i guess it's true yeah, <laughs> yeah. you underestimate yeah, america you're my right no, yeah you know it makes sense now trump he's just like us he's he's a real everyman right but i, I love this headline 2020 that I, from last week speaking of john kelly uh, whipping that thing into shape so trump fired his uh like bodyguard slash assistant keith schiller all oh, right uh, yeah. who is is where well, i guess he resigned unexpectedly because he was like this sucks i, I hate this <laughs> yeah i don't want to be here anymore uh i also took a big pay cut i was gonna say i made a lot more money <laughs> outside I mean, people so, people are quitting left and right. They they also just lost right. their their head of the. Ah, it was like the civil rights or um, <laughs> like good, you know the the peace, diversity diversity group the the peace and joy to to all mankind's committee. I don't know um, after after the DACA decision. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, exactly. So. Uh, and this guy, Keith Schiller, this bodyguard guy, was so close to Trump that he hand delivered the Comey's resignation letter to him. Wow! This was the ma- that was That's his close. task, you know. <laughs> Isn't uh, that usually an so, intern's job? I'm just saying. I guess, yeah. It's a, it's a, you know, not when you're in Trump world. He's like got a clerk that serves. <laughs> he's got his chief of staff, head of the GOP, swatting flies in his office <laughs> or whatever. He, he, he doesn't care about the chain of command. So this headline from Newsweek: John Kelly doesn't even like Donald Trump, according to closest ally Keith Schiller. Wow. Which is like, oh, you don't, you think? Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. Is that supposed to be a major surprise? The guy's a career military man dealing right. with the most undisciplined, childlike uh, man thing uh, that's that's right, ever achieved right. office. Which is, it, it just shows how far we come because, like, right, with any normal president, like, that would be a horrifying headline. Be like, his own chief of staff is like, I can't stand this right. guy. Like, that's hor- that's right. ridiculous. <laughs> but it's like, with Trump, it's like, well, duh. Yeah, exactly. Nobody can stand him. <laughs> Nobody likes him. <laughs> but, you know, I guess it, it's one of those tough things where it's like, you know, if John Kelly had any dignity... Would would he resign and be like, I can't be doing this? But it's like, who else is he going to get? You know, well, like, is there anybody has, worse? Maybe he's the the man of dignity that says, I've got to stay and do the best I can for America. Right. right now. Yeah. Well, I think that's what he tells himself to, yeah. to sleep. That's the only, you you got to trick yourself sometimes. But I mean, I guess he is doing some good stuff because we talked last week, uh, last yes. episode about Sheriff Clark. Oh, yeah. And how he was, you know, gunning for those Trump administration jobs. Right. Yep. And that was the plan so much that they were like, you're in, Clark. Quit your day job. Quit your job. You it's know? cool, man. We got you. And then he, he showed up at the door. With his bags. Right. And John Kelly was like, oh, hell no. Nope. Yeah. Not happening. Hell no. Yep. So now he's going to go work for a Trump super PAC or whatever, raising money. Yeah. Which, you know what? Like, I can't feel bad for this guy. Like, that's he'll be fine. At least he won't be, you know... Letting people die of thirst or whatever. In the jail. Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm sure he'll just get one of those pardons or whatever anyway, so it doesn't really matter. You know, maybe <laughs> he's safer at a super pack. It's like, here, you have a pen. Here's two pieces of flair for your jacket. Uh, see, this this might, be a, this might be a long game by the, by the Democrats, right? Because everyone is super enamored of this narrative that the president can't pardon state crimes. So maybe if we just get everyone to quit... And go and work for organizations under particular states, then everybody gets to go to jail, and we never even have to go through the uh, the impeachment process. That seems like a really, really long ball gamble. If that's the, if that's what they're doing, oh, I I don't believe that that's actually what's going on. But it is that'd be funny. The, it is the the form of 
uh, you know, the, the, the baseline of the book that I'm writing, the rip from the headlines, political thriller, Kofefe, and yeah. <laughs> a love story. <laughs> yeah, Kofefe, a love story. Oh, dude, that'd be a great title. Yeah, man. It's tough because I think someday there will be an epic Trump movie or something, but it's just, it, there's too much. It's not, how mm. like, how could you possibly condense the insanity that is the, the Trump presidency? The entire into... movie is just a giant montage. Right. It's just like, we just archived four years of, uh, like, a quad box of, like, <laughs> CNN and Fox News and you you just watch that for for four years in real time. It ends up just being that reel that they play for Alex in a Clockwork Orange, where you know <laughs> right. it's just like like clip after clip of horrible shit that he did, uh, set to Beethoven. Yeah, I mean, even if you edit it down to like the biggest news stories, it's still going to be like a three year long film. Like <laughs> it's it's insane. Mm. Well, I mean, I I think uh, I think we have our marching orders, gentlemen. I think it's time for us to go back and listen to our old archives and start writing the first book. Yeah. It'll be great. It'll be like, yeah, it was the best of America. It was the worst of America. Well, I mean, yeah, that's what, that's what liquid flannel will be. This, uh, look for it in the library of Congress, everybody (laughs) as the official record of the Trump presidency told by those who really lived it. That experienced it in the streets. Yeah. You know, most of the pictures that you see might be black and white. And to any any archaeologists, any yeah. alien archaeologists picking up this right. uh, this broadcast um, at the speed of light somewhere out there, I am recording right. all of these on magnetic discs and burying yeah. them under my apartment <laughs> complex. Did you guys in in high school? Did you do that thing where you like interviewed like a World War II veteran? Uh, only no. only no no <laughs> no. <laughs> I did. It was crazy in high school. Yeah. What for history? Uh, it was for uh, honors humanities. Okay. Yeah. Matt, you were in that, right? No, I don't think so. No, no, you just went on the trip. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm no, I just morning. went on the trip. I think I was suspended How? at the time, and, <laughs> and I they think let we me talked go on the trip before. anyway. Okay. That's the that's the sign that it's time for the high note. But okay. But yeah, that sounds like a high note. But yeah, I was just saying like uh, it's yeah that's what it's gonna be like with our kids or our grandkids are gonna be like you lived through the Trump times, man. Like, <laughs> and then you'll tell them about it and they'll be like that's crazy. That's insane. yeah. They won't I call it the Trump times. It. They'll say you you lived in the before times. <laughs> well, that guy, that Peter Dow guy or whatever Ugh. that started that Verit. <laughs> um, we can't talk about Verit. We can't really. But he said. <laughs> He basically said he wanted to preserve facts for his children. <laughs> that is true. So wow, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of what we're faced against. Of all of the hot takes of from Peter Dow that I've seen, I, I had not I seen mean, that one. <laughs> God, I mean, it's it's funny to think, but it's also like, I mean, Google's uh, mission now is like we'd like to archive all information that has ever and will ever exist. <laughs> Right. right and they're like you're like yeah no that sounds right so i mean it's doable you know you gotta dream big man <laughs> i guess yeah i don't know although it is the worst system to plan for like the the post fact apocalypse to be like a shitty twitter ripoff with barcodes or whatever <laughs> that got like a ddos attack, like on the first day or some shit you know like our future generations it will... was doubt. yeah by the way i don't i don't buy that story i think what happened was they didn't have their servers set up correctly and one of oh, them burst shit. into flames because Hillary Clinton tweeted about it, and all of a sudden a bunch of people went over to see oh, what it was. Oh, for sure, dude. Fucking anything that it's like the Super mm. Bowl commercial that says like go to BMW.com or whatever. That shit's gonna be fucking broken. Right? Like, there's just no way. <laughs> and then that they, and they want it to be broken because then that's a second headline where they're like, "Did you see this shit was broken?" Right. But it's not broken now. Check it out. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> not broken now. The the left finally gave up their awful attack on our social media network that no one's ever going to use yeah dude i can't wait to not use that shit well we have to stop recording we stopped we actually secretly stopped recording like five minutes ago oh shit okay (laughs) (laughs) we we attempted to okay let me tell you the story 
of a video game company you may have heard of called Bioware. Yeah. I have not heard of Bioware, it. Bioware, uh, Knights of the Old Republic, right? Do you know who founded Bioware? It's like Dr. Ray and Dr. Bob or something. Are they, are they actual doctors? They're doctors, and they started this company, Bioware, as like a medical device software company, and they did it didn't go great. So they were like, screw it, let's just do, like, we already have this software company, like, let's just do what we wanted to do anyway, and we'll make like D and D software <laughs> back back before we went to med school, all we right. wanted to do was play HeroScape, right? <laughs> and so they made like a D and D simulator engine, mm. and then they turned that into Baldur's Gate or whatever, and it's like the one of the most successful video game companies of all time now, and it's worth good, good billions of dollars. So oh, nice, I right? Mean, yeah, they made Knights of the Old Republic, which right. I didn't know that they were so into D and D, but knowing that. It makes the combat system in the game make a lot more sense. Oh, for sure. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, there's crazy shit out there like Flappy Bird Guy or whatever is just some guy. And then now he's like a famous video game maker. Wow. <laughs> you know okay. what I mean? <laughs> it's like that game is like right. it probably took him, you know, I, I don't think it was his first game, but shit can just blow up crazy. Sometimes you have a podcast and then you just make thousands and thousands of dollars. Right. And- Sometimes it works that way. Not, not our experience so far, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's you know, possible. wouldn't turn it down. <laughs> I'll try anything that's once. A, that's a cool transition, too, into what I think was our high note tonight, which is uh, this new South Park video game that they're releasing. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got the scoop on that, right? Yeah, so this is the second in a series of South Park games. The previous South Park game was kind of like a fantasy RPG, kind of like a spoof of Lord of the Rings called The Stick of Truth. Well, hold on, because I, maybe maybe this is me showing my age, but there was an original South Park game oh, for the, the 64. Nintendo 64 that was yeah. like a first-person shooter that was it, was... it was bad. That was a bad game. So bad that it literally destroyed South Park for video gaming for like over a decade uh, until <laughs> wow. they until they brought it back with this game where everyone was like, I don't know if it's going to be good. Last South Park game was real bad. Right. <laughs> but everyone loved it because it was more story focused, you know, uh, you right. know, it's all about the writing and it looks exactly like the show. I mean, it, it is crazy to when you're playing it that you're like, this literally looks just exactly like the TV show. It, it's pretty unbelievable. So the new one is instead of a fantasy parody, it's a parody of like superheroes and it's called the fractured but whole. The fractured but whole. Oh, uh, yeah, clever. <laughs> it was recently uh, unveiled that this new South Park video game, the difficulty slider and the skin tone slider on the character creation are the same slider. Yeah, so, they're, they're tied together. So easy is all the way to the left, and it's really pale and white. And hard mode is all the way... To the right, and it's uh, it's it's a little bit more on the brown end of the spectrum. <laughs> right, right. You your your character ends up looking like Token from the show, and <laughs> and also I, I think I think it's that if you select like I want my character to be black in this, you're automatically playing on hard mode. Right. Well, right, and and there's a lot of video game nerds out there uh, who are who are upset about this, I guess, because. In order to be the leadest video gamer, you got to play on the hardest difficulty. But <laughs> right, then that means yeah, they have yeah. to play as a black person. This is outrageous. One, they think it's outrageous that you have to be forced to play as a black guy, and two, it's outrageous because they think it's outrageous the concept that life is harder for a person of color. Right? Yeah. Fake hashtag fake news. They're like you're you're trying to externalize your own personal problems. So. Yeah, and the the apologetics that we've seen on. Places like the Kotaku in Action subreddit, which right. started out as like the Gamergate headquarters, but now is just a bunch of like angry fourteen-year-old white guys who really think that Anita Sarkeesian is coming for their video games in the middle of the night are saying like, "Oh man, like did South Park get cucked here? Right? <laughs> you know, have the have the SJWs taken over? Even South Park, like our last bastion of being able to be." It's just for it's just for the lols anti political correctness, you know, has been taken over by by people who are like, maybe it is harder to go through life as a black person. 
Uh, right yeah which is literally like the whole thing is it's a gag right it's a gag to make you be like oh uh, yeah no i get it right and that's too it's too much for them and that literally triggers them that blows (laughs) my mind it's so funny because yeah because it's just a joke yeah right which there which is funny because i think to most people it's just admitting a a basic unspoken fact where it's like yeah it's harder to just exist right. and right. live your life day to day if you're if you're a black you deal person with way more shit coming at you, you right. know yeah well because here i'll give you an example i never think about how white i am it just it's not a thing that comes up right chuck yeah. is that your experience oh yeah yeah absolutely. I, w- absolutely I would bet that chuck never really thinks too much about how white he is though <laughs> strange I how have, that works although a black guy has asked me how long have you been that white? <laughs> when I worked at a gas station, I was just like, hey, how you doing? You know, he's like, good. How are you? I'm like, I'm doing well. Uh, what can I do for you? He's like, how long have you been white like that? I'm like, what? He's like, you talk like a white man. I'm like, dude, I don't know. My mom's white, like, so... From I guess the suburbs, I'm, bro. Right, I've I've been like this forever. I'm from Papillion, you know. I was raised white. I'm He's sorry. Like, Man, get that shit out of here. <laughs> get that white bullshit out of here. Probably eat grilled cheese sandwiches. <laughs> like what? Jeez. Yeah, but yeah, I've had to think about it on the regular, but I I won't say every day. So, but close. <laughs> so, wait, are yeah. grilled cheese sandwiches a? Is that a white thing? I don't know. You guys are missing out. Is I thought everybody liked grilled cheese sandwiches. I don't. But <laughs> okay. I don't like I don't like cheese at all. And my brother does. And so when we were growing up, I was like, man, look at you eating that white boy food. <laughs> Just like a white man. To keep the video game highness going, uh I also have to talk about Sonic Mania, which Oh yeah. If you love old school Sonic video games, who does you love I Honestly. mean People should. I mean, it's sad for Sonic out there. Sonic went through a real rough patch, you guys. Uh, hey. There was Sonic 1, pretty good. Sonic yeah. 2, great. Sonic, Sonic 3, Knuckles. Sonic, Sonic and Knuckles, a little glitchy, right. still fun. Even, Very uh, novel concept. Even uh, Sonic Spinball was kind of fun. It, it didn't really feel like it was part of the story, but... But, you know, but then cool there was game. a couple hard decades for Sonic in there. Right. Where it, was, it was not great stuff, but <laughs> Sonic is back, baby. What I want to know is where were those gamer gators during Sonic where... They were not born yet. Well, it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, man, you know, the only the only human is... The only human's a bad guy and he's a white male, so, you know... I don't know if I'm going to go as far as to call Dr. Robotnik or what his name is now, which is they switched it to the Japanese name, which Dr. is Eggman, Eggman. Yeah. which is terrible. I really? Robotnik is so much better. Yeah. But they Americanized that, and the real name is Eggman, which I think is dumb, but whatever. It's kind of like the Sega but Genesis. But yeah, that guy's not human. That guy's like a billiard ball with two toothpick legs or whatever. <laughs> well, yeah. Although, there was a video game in 2006 for like the Xbox 360 and PS3 <laughs> where Sonic uh, rescues a human woman, and they make out at the end. Do they oh, really? Yes, yeah. <laughs> which is horrifying. That was just it's fan really service, weird. though, because, uh, I mean, no, if that's anyone's real. That's on in Tumblr, the game. you know that this this kind of matchup happens all the time. Well, that's true. That I mean, they 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 canonized this, this interspecies hookup. Like, Don't Google Sonic the Hedgehog kiss. Don't do it. Why? It's, <laughs> it's, no, just don't. Okay, I'm there's doing a lot it right of bad now. There's a lot of bad stuff out there. All right, kids. hold on. Um, yeah, this, this might Sonic be our Mania. actual high note, is Chuck Googling... Sonic no, the my reaction. Case. No, Chuck. <laughs> my reaction. Stay clean. Don't you? Your virgin eyes. But right. Sonic Mania is really good. It's a new video game. It's basically Sonic Four, and it's so great. It's old school two D. Mm. And it's oh, the s- it's similar great. music scheme. Oh, the music is great. Okay. Uh, each each uh, zone, there's like two worlds, and like the first zone is like classic mode, and then the second zone they got that remix on. Oh, there's some great stuff in there. It's. It's really great. And what did you say it's on again? Current consoles. I got it on PC. It's okay. on, you know, PlayStation 4. It might even be on the older stuff cuz it does it's not it's an old looking game. It's not <laughs> maxing out your hardware to nope. check it out. Our, our time has finally arrived. Who would have thought? I mean, Matt, we used to sit in your bedroom 
in what 2000 it would have been like 2000 yeah in the year 2000 did you leave the door open (laughs) and we would play sonic and we would just leave the genesis on oh sure because you yeah, couldn't you save. Could do that. I mean, you know, <laughs> oh, uh, we, we'd play uh, Mario three on that NES that I bought secondhand, and just leave it paused for days. I was so so upset if somebody like went through and shut the system off. Like, oh, we were on World Seven. We were so close. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I mean, this takes this takes me right back. It's just it's be- it's even better than you remember it. It's beautiful. <laughs> That good old nostalgia. It's also hard as it's. It gets a little hard. Those, those are hard. Some hard games. Mm-hmm. No, they definitely were. My brother was really good at them. Yeah. I usually just played his tales, like from Sonic Two oh, yeah. on or whatever. Oh, that was but. so great though, because you could you could die repeatedly and not exactly cost it felt player good. one anything. Mm. Yep. That and was then, a good cheat. I don't. I I wonder if you can do that on this one. I haven't tried token up to the con- two controllers yet. And then I think in Sonic Three or whatever. Tails could pick him up and fly around with that him. Was in, or that was in two as well. I believe. <laughs> well, that's a good high note. Uh, <laughs> that's high enough. <laughs> a high so, enough sound of the Hedgehog, just generally. There you go, for sure. Well, yeah, just the, no, just this <laughs> okay. recent game, not ge- not generally. <laughs> Maybe on average, <laughs> M- more games than not. Yeah, I mean, that? dude, I mean, if you if you have been out of the video game scene for a while and you don't a know what and you don't know what's in the Sonic <laughs> game history. Start Wikipedia in some game. There's a game where Sonic the Hedgehog is a werewolf. That what? was really bad. There's one where he's got like a suit of armor and a sword. Oh, man. <laughs> there, this... uh, there's some real bad ones. This is there. like the equivalent of those Calvin stickers pissing on stuff, you know? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. They took the thing that like I loved, the thing that represented my childhood, and just made it a thing I hate, which is great because now I can hate myself a little easier every day. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, who would have thought, you know, 17 years ago, we'd be here 17 years later being like, well, that new Sonic game, you guys. Right. (laughs) Baller. Wow. Finally. (laughs) We're waiting our whole lives for this. Excellent. Excellent. Well, I guess that's a good place to uh, call it good here. Yeah, so good show. Uh, thanks for <laughs> tuning in. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, everyone, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>